Blog Talk Radio. Ha! Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rick Lupert here for Poetry Superhighway Live. It's our monthly open reading. So glad to have you listening. I hope even more so than listening, you choose to call in and share a poem with our worldwide audience. I'm fairly sure the show extends to people beyond this planet, as a matter of fact. So really, it's a great opportunity for you to to call in and share a poem. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Or if you're on the Blog Talk Radio website, you can you can click in on the Click to Talk button. I think you can get in via Skype as well. Why not call in and uh, share a poem? That's what the show is all about. would love to hear what you have to say. We have no content or style restrictions. And on top of that, uh, I'd love to talk with you a little bit about what's going on in your poetry world. Maybe you have something to plug. You want to tell us about your website, uh, a particular reading that you host or participate in regularly in your town or uh, or anything of that nature, that of a, of a poetical nature. Uh, call in. It's your chance to talk about it as well as share a poem. Again, the number is 646- 716-7362. And another important reason to call in is that if no one calls in, it's pretty much just me talking for a whole hour, which uh, works really well uh, late mornings when I'm home by myself. But other than that, for a radio show, it's it's not our strongest offering. So, with that in mind, do call in, and uh, and we will be uh, putting you on the air at some time between 2 and 3 today. Uh, that's, of course, Pacific time, but if you're listening, it doesn't really matter what time it is, because you're here now, and that's fine. Maybe you're listening to the show in the archive, and it's not between 2 and 3, at, at w- in which case you shouldn't call in, because it's no longer live. Or you could just pretend or practice to call in. Uh, uh, for the next time we actually have a live show. But I assure you, right now, if it's Sunday, June 12th, between 2 and 3 p.m. Pacific time, then this is actually happening at this very second. So, call in. Um, Before we get to our first callers, I want to mention some things going on in the world of Poetry Superhighway. Uh, Number one, uh, you may have seen, if you're on the Poetry Superhighway email list, that we are seeking sponsors for our summer poetry contest. So the contest is going to start in about a month. I don't have the exact date in front of me right now, but it it hasn't started just yet, so don't uh, send any poems in. But what we are asking you to send in, or actually not send in, but uh, sign up for, is to be a contest sponsor. Our contest, as you may know if you've participated in the past or if you've seen the email, is unique in that um, in addition to the people who win the contest getting uh, uh, cash prizes, which which is basically the entry fees divided up among the top three scoring poets. We also have been able in the past and hope to again this year to uh, give a prize to every single person who enters just for entering. No matter whether they place in the top three spots or not, uh, you'll get a prize just for entering, um, which completely depends on people like you uh, donating prizes or pledging to send the prizes. So actually, we've got a great roster so far. Over 60 prizes have been 
uh, pledged so far. So that's that's great. Um, at least 60 of you will get a prize just for entering, and there's a few weeks left before the contest starts. So, so by gosh, you've still got time to uh, to sign up online to to be a contest sponsor. Just go to the Poetry Superhighway website, poetrysuperhighway.com. Click on Sponsor the 2011 Contest, and all the info is there for you on how to how to participate. What else can I tell you? Well, um, we've been doing the last few months, this the last few months, uh, at the half hour mark of this very show, I've been playing a spoken word track, sometimes submitted by folks who listen to the show, that could be you, uh, sometimes things that I've gathered, sometimes spoken word tracks by me, so um, I've got uh, I've got a new spoken word track that I'm going to play for you in about uh, 25 minutes or so. Uh, but more importantly than than listening to that, if you've got a spoken word track, uh, then you should email it to me. Email me the MP3, and it potentially could be played on this show in the coming months. Um, so what does that mean? Uh, I've got a, a couple of different kinds of things which have been sent in, so I want to clarify this in case it's something that you're interested in. I'm particularly interested in something that you've put together uh, that is different from you doing a straight reading um, that doesn't have an introduction. It's like it's like if you put on a song or something. Um, it's uh, you know you're not talking about it. You're not uh, giving an inter- introduction to it. You play the song, right? Um, and maybe it's introduced by someone else. So I'm looking at something, looking for something that you've put together um, that maybe has music mixed in with it or is performed in a particular way. Something different than what you might call in uh, to read here on the air um, as part of the open reading. You know, that's what I'm looking for. If you listen to some of the past shows, uh, you can hear some examples of that. And what I'm going to be playing um, in uh, 20 minutes or so, uh, 24 minutes, will we'll, uh, we'll give you an example of that. So there you go. So that's a new component to the show that I'm very excited about. Um, your spoken word MP3 tracks, in addition to you calling in and uh, and uh, being open readers. So there you go. That's what I wanted to talk about now. And uh, we're going to get to our first caller in just a second. Again, the number to call in is 646 716 73 Six two. I'd like to point out if you're if you're listening and calling in, um, once you call in, you should listen on the phone and not on your computer because there is a bit of a delay on the computer and uh, it gets awkward when um, I say hello and then I state your area code, which is how I identify you. Um, you're on the air and then you say nothing because you're listening to the show on the computer and you haven't heard that yet. So um, there you go. Just a little tip to help make this successful for. All of us. So our first caller is from the 626 area code. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Who am I talking to? This is Sochi Bermejo. Hey, Sochi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. You're calling from Pasadena area? San Gabriel. San Gabriel. Okay. San Gabriel Valley. Um, good to have you on the air. Thanks. Um, do you have a poem you'd like to read? Um, sure. So this um so this poem is inspired by uh Pablo Neruda poem called Ode to My Socks. <laughs> so this so this is I guess a response to that poem or 
<clears throat> I took one one um, image of the poem and wrote this poem. My Hungry Socks. I fed my socks pieces of pink melon, but honestly, it did nothing to improve their stench. That didn't stop me from rubbing toes, peeking through holes against your calling leg. A crisp cold engulfed the room, but you told me to stop, told me to get to my side. My socks and toes were still hungry for something sweeter than melon, something stronger than vodka, warmer than skin. The clink of cubes in a highball glass makes me thirsty, and I shiver. Good thing I have two wool socks. I bought them on a steep cobbled street in Bolivia from a woman in bowler hat and braids for two dollars. Her cheeks were red and cracked like the terrain of a frozen barren desert. I was just as frigid and fragile, searching a country whose people were wild-eyed with want. If my toes had eyes, they'd only have eyes for you. <laughs> Tomorrow I will feed my socks honey yellow guava and hope it is enough. If only two wool socks in winter were enough. The end. <laughs> wow, Soshi, that was amazing. I, Thank um, you. If, you're, if your socks start making demands for alcohol... Mm-hmm. It's time to just do whatever they ask. I mean, that's uh, that's that's pretty exciting. Um, so, what a great what a great piece. I I love the line that your toes would only have eyes for you if they had eyes. That was that was great. I love that poem. Thank you. Did I tell you? Did I ever tell you about the time that all of my socks were stolen out of a laundry machine? No, just your socks. Yeah, it was it was pretty traumatic. It was the laundry machine in the building, the apartment building that I was living in at the time. And uh I went down to uh move the socks from the washer to the dryer or to move the laundry that is from the washer to the dryer and all of the socks were gone. Like not not, you know, not anything else, just the socks and they didn't even wait for them to be in the dryer. They took my wet socks out of the washing machine and left with them. Right. It was that's, that's that's kind of creepy. Yeah, it was it was awful. It was one of the the worst things that that uh, I've experienced. Well, do you do you have anything uh you'd like to plug anything coming up? <laughs> yes, I would. Um well, today there's a reading at Beyond Baroque, so if any people are listening and are in the Venice area, I'm hosting a series that I called Hitched, uh, that I call Hitched, which you read at last month, I believe. I, rem- I remember it well. Yeah. yeah. So um, this month it's called Hitched, the Feminine Voice, and we have Gail Brandeis reading with Tisha, Tisha Reichel and Laurel Ann Bogan reading with, um, um, oh no, <laughs> I forgot the fourth reader. But yes, yeah, so- it's going to Someone be great. great, undoubtedly, though. Yes, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I, it happen, happens all the time, but it's at Beyond Baroque, which is here in uh, uh, Southern California in Venice, in case anyone is uh, listening from outside of the Southern California area who would like to catch a last-minute flight to make it in. Yeah. What time is it? What time is it at? It's at 5, and um, it's going to be Laurel M. Bogan with Helena Lipstadt. Oh, okay. And um, the idea of Hitched is that um, there's couplings of readers, one one established writer and one emerging writer, and they're kind of 
hitched and pulling each other along and helping each other out. So that's the idea. So this is this month's um, theme is the feminine voice, and it'll be good. It sounds so great. I, I I certainly enjoyed participating in it last month. Uh, the guy I uh, uh, brought along, I hitched myself to. Or he hitched to me. I, I don't know exactly the technical term of what happened. Was was Jeremy Raiden, who is a, a powerhouse of a, a reader and writer and performer, um, and I really appreciated the opportunity to be able to pick someone. Um, and it's a great series at a great venue. So um, thank you very much for for having me read and, and for uh, orchestrating that whole thing. Yeah, it was great having you. He was fantastic. You were fantastic. Thanks. So. It's going well, and if anybody's out there, there's going to be one next month, um, too. It's a monthly thing, so look out for it. Well, now, if I may ask before I, I let you go, you are part of the Splinter Generation website? Yes. Do you want to talk about that for a sec? Because I'm sure there are people listening who might uh, fit into the demographic uh, uh, and would be interested in doing it. Um, sure. So splintergeneration.com. Um it's a online website. I mean, it's an online literary magazine, and it's geared towards people born between the, age, the years of 1972 and 1992. And the years aren't really don't really matter that much. It's kind of more if you identify with what we call the Splinter Generation, which mm. would be the generation after Generation X. Um, and so it's kind of our literary magazine geared towards the younger writers, trying to give them a place to put some poetry or stories out. And then we have a blog also where people talk about the Internet or graffiti or a movie that came out and different things. Um, we're going to be having a reading next month, but I'm still working on the details of that. So, But there will be a splinter reading in L.A. next month. That's very cool. But the website, of course, is open to anyone anywhere in the world who might be listening to the show. Yes. SplinterGeneration.com, we post a story or poem or we feature an artist once a week, and we also have a blog, so please check it out. There's, you know, We have a lot of uh, great people working on it. We have people from Antioch. We have associate editors from Antioch, L.A. working on it, and people all over the country who, are edit, who edit it, and we don't get paid, and people just do it because they love it, so hopefully other people can go on and read it and enjoy it. That's pretty much the story of uh, of being a working poet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but cool, very cool. I, you know, I'm wondering. So I'm I'm Generation X. Generation Y is the focus of uh, this. Generation Z, I guess, is next, and that that should be coming up fairly soon. I, do we just stop then because we've run out of letters uh, identifying people? Well, we decided to call ourselves Splinter Generation because. Um, the idea was the Generation Y or Generation Google and all those things didn't really fit who we thought we were. Hmm. So the idea of the Splinter Generation is that, one, that in this day and age, because of the Internet and because you can have, find so many niches, that we yeah. don't communicate that much together. So we're all kind of splintered off. And then the other idea is that a Splinter Generation is a bomb, is a bomb term and that this has been a tumultuous, the last like fifteen, ten, fifteen years have been pretty tumultuous, and that's yeah. the world we're in. Um, so those are the those are the reasons why we called it the Splinter Generation. 
Cool. Well, um, Soshi, thanks so much for for calling in and opening up the show and telling us all about this stuff. And I hope the reading this afternoon is awesome. I'm sure it will be. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. <laughs> my my pleasure. Thanks for the great poem. Uh, that was uh, Soshi calling from S- San Gabriel, California, here in Southern California. Someone in the chat room uh, asked, "Where is Where is Southern California?" Well, uh, it's here. Uh, so there you go. That's that's all the details I have about this location. Um, cool. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. I would love to have you call in and share a poem and talk about what's going on wherever you are in the poetry world, uh, whether it's a reading that you produce, uh, something you're organizing that's coming up, or something of your own, maybe uh, your own website or a featured reading that you are giving or or anything of that nature. So our next caller is from the 760 area code. Hi. Hi. How you doing, Rick? This is Brandon from Valley Center. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Rick, I'm doing well, it thanks. It's going well, thanks. Good, uh, good, good. Good to hear your voice. Sounds like you're doing lots of exciting things up there in L.A. We like to keep busy. Yes, you do. You have such a wonderful center beyond Baroque. That was a, a nice call. We need a place like that. It is kind of unique in the in uh, perhaps in the world. I, I don't know of any other. Um, well, I guess there's a couple in New York. There's the Bowery Poetry Club, but there's there's really, you know, there are very few like dedicated literary facilities. You know, I mean, I'm sure that places, various organizations have offices and things like that. But this place, for anyone who's not familiar with Beyond Baroque, you, you can check out their website, which is beyondbaroque.org. But not only is it uh, a performance space, but they have an amazing independent bookstore there. There's an art gallery in the top. There's there's no place really like it that I know. Of. So I, I agree. You do need a place like that. There There need to be more places like that all over the world. Absolutely. Well, we had the San Diego Book Awards last night. I have to tell you about a great new book, um, Baker of Tarifa by Shathab Z. Sashmi. It's just a great book, and she won the San Diego Book Award last night for poetry. And uh, I've been looking at the book and, and, and really loving it. You know, There's a lot of books that are clever, but um, but this book's got a lot of heart, and, and so it's the kind that actually... You know, you don't just respect, you love. I really love this book. Um, it looks it uses baking in Spain as a metaphor for uh, transcending a lot of divisions. Uh, it, it's based back, I guess, in the 16th century, and it takes a, a big historical, a wide historical look at uh, things. And anyways, great book. Cool. Well, can I read a poem? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Th- this is uh, for Queen Khalifa. Oh, Queen Khalifa, have I told you lately how much I love you? Mother, you are receiving my feet first in Escondido. You drew me to you, hid me. My Amazonian mama, you need both Mounts Whitney and Tamalpais. Californios need all the breasts we can get. Idlewild, Shasta, Palomar. 
You do not throw down against Mexico, instead dangling Baja seductively south. I love how you rust away the fence at Playas. Take it off like a bride taking a garter off at a reception. Take it off real slow. Oh, Queen Khalifa, you know exactly what you're doing. Dip your toes in Cabo San Lucas, the wild horses of the Siskiyous on your mind. Drag me over the Sierras where you embrace Nevada. Drag me over uh, the, the warm lap of your Mojave. People who don't see the water and snow don't know you. You island us, my queen. West of the Colorado, east of the Pacific, north of the Klamath, so few understand. Ideas of you are everywhere you are not. L.A. flashes you to the world. You flirt as rain on the boulevard, multiplying street lamps. Any farmer in San Joaquin with fruit in his hands, any mariner off the coast with fish on the line, thanks you. But as settlers, we take more than we give, throwing names like illegal around, like rocks in a house of mirrors. In the glass twinkling down are not tears, but a proliferation of mess to clean. And who do you think will hire to sweep? Oh, my queen, did I say how sorry we are with pit bulls and game cocks, farm fish and lap dogs, we replace your endangered and extinct. From our beaten path to paved miracle smiles, from washing stones silted beneath speed bumps, all we can say to you is I pod, I pad, I phone, I, I, I need to sing. God save the Queen, California. Uncupertino me from my cooped up cul-de-sac. Break my habit of listening as I trance dance LCDs. Marquees in my eyes, not your stars, especially not your sun. The same sun the world sees. The way you look at it makes us golden. How hard we work to ignore you. I'm tired. The beat has beaten my heart to death. I have smog for breath. I feel the crime of reloading without quoting. Crimes of hiring. Crimes of settling. Press release crimes of imagination that borders of beliefs, borders of agreement, grit us while we choke your rivers. We owe you sand while tides slap away your bluffs. Queen Khalifa, you're getting skinny. I feel your coastline slip away. I feel you shake. We've been dreaming, but now I'm awake. My thoughts come back to you. My roots have never been away. Unaware, yes. Oblivious and an obvious delusion, mindful of the minuscule, but Queen Khalifa, don't tell me I'm losing you. I'm home. I'm home. My feet have left the street for you. You are my breath, the reason my words are moist. Dehydrate me, ignite me, my queen. Make me is here at home, not seems. Wow, that was uh, epically wonderful, Brandon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rick. Um, I, uh, I I don't think I've talked with you since you you read at the Cobalt a couple of months ago. Um, so I wanted to let you know as well um, how much I enjoyed uh your reading uh and it was a great treat to see you in person uh outside of this virtual world well it was great to see you the the cobalt is always wonderful for, wonderful and for people that don't know um what's the cobalt doing uh this coming up uh month well i'm i'm so glad you asked um this 
Tuesday. At, the Cobalt, for those who don't know, is a, is a weekly open reading that I that I host at um, at a place called the Cobalt Cafe in Southern in Canoga Park, Southern California. Uh, there's a different featured reader every week, and Brandon uh, was our, our featured reader a couple of months ago, I guess it was, um, and. Um, this Tuesday, a local poet named April Skies will be our featured reader. Wonderful. Um, <clears throat> next week, the Valley Contemporary Poets will be presenting, in addition to our open reading, Jessica Wilson. And um, it goes on and on and on, and you can check out more about it on the Cobalt Poets website, which is poetrysuperhighway.com slash cobalt. Well, thanks for all the, the good work, the the Poetry Superhighway, the Cobalt, and uh, it's it's great all that you're doing. We appreciate you, Rick. Uh, and I appreciate you. I really appreciate you being a regular on the show and calling in and, and really enjoyed your piece as well. All right. Have a good Sunday. You too. It's, uh, Brandon Sema calling from Southern Southern California, uh, Valley Center, um, Greater San Diego area, a repeat offender here on Poetry Super. Highway Live, and I appreciate giving me the chance to plug the uh, Cobalt Poets reading as well. Um, the number to call in is area code 646-716-7362, or if you prefer, you can Skype in, uh, or you can... I know there's probably a way that you can u- utilize smoke signals to uh, to be heard on the air. I'm not sure what that is, but uh, but there are many ways. Uh, I'm just glad that you're listening, and I hope you call in to read. Our next caller is from the 847 area code. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Hi, Rick. Rick, this is Sid Yiddish from Evanston, Illinois. Hi, Sid. How are you? Oh, fantastic. How are you? I'm doing Okay. Good, good. Um, um, I love your name, doing? by the way. Thank you, thank you. I've read on your program before. Yeah, I, I recognize your name. I, I think uh, I think we just became Facebook friends, or, or or maybe we were Facebook friends, and I got a notice at one of the other email addresses that the Poetry Superhighway hosts. Um, uh, so, but. Not not important. Um, good good no, to have you. Good to have you on there. So you you got something to read? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, this is called uh, the most happiest bluebird. There is movement in my motion, drowning in perilous streams. I have faced when my world seemed useless and slow, but you came along like a bluebird. A most harmonious song shrieked from your beak as you sang a melody so strong and sweet that I grabbed onto it, hard as you pulled me from the water and pumped your life into me. It's been nearly a year since your fond act of kindness, and I haven't forgotten what it, what it was like to overcome feeling alone, growing old like a diseased elm eventually chopped down from the woods and turning rotten. But you made sure that I wouldn't end up like that. You kept me warm and feathered in your nest, safe from harm's way, saw to it that I wouldn't fall out, fed me knowledge, kept me from becoming cuckoo, and when the time came, you let me fly on my own. You're crouching on a lowly branch today, though you don't admit to how bad you feel. I can hear the warbling wail within your voice. Not your choice, you sing, but it is the way of the jay, and this is just one of those times. I beckon backward briefly and try not to cry. You tell me to just wing it as you watch me disappear into the sky. You hang your head low, 
You knew I had to go, but you crack a smile to yourself, ramble on as if you were the most happiest bluebird in the world, though you know you are not. And that is perfectly A-OK. Well, I'm I'm sorry that the bluebird is is not as happy as it could be, but it seems like it's making the best of it. Yeah, 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 she is, as far as I know, as far as I know. Um, The poem is really a reflection of these. I I write once a year, like, um, many, many farewell chapbooks to friends of mine who leave from people I've befriended from other schools around the area, Northwestern University is, is the example I'll use here, and I made this chapbook, and I wrote all these sort of farewell poems to this person, and I gave them to her, and she is the bluebird in, in the poem. That's sweet. That's very cool. I, I, I uh, Themed books are, are an intriguing idea to me. I A lot of my books uh, have a particular theme to them, and it seems to me that grabbing onto a theme, uh, uh, whether as an exercise um, or or not, is uh, at least helps me out a lot in in figuring out what's going to go into a collection. So uh, it's very cool to hear um, about your work in in that vein. Yeah, and I seem to also have like a trilogy of um, bird poems. Although I write a lot of animal poems, this is like the third one, and I guess three years um, about hmm. birds. Usually I use fin- I've used a finch, bluebird, and then like a sparrow. Wow, we had an interesting experience here a, uh, a month or so ago. I was looking out into my backyard and um, I witnessed a neighborhood cat attack, uh, attack a bird. Um, and I... Uh, the, the bird was actually in the cat's mouth, and um, the cat was walking away. And I, I went outside, and the cat dropped the bird, um, and it tried to get away, but it was it was kind of mortally wounded. I, di- I didn't realize that at the time, but I, I took it in and and tried to make it comfortable and give it some water and food. And and uh, I have no idea how to take care of a wild bird, but I, uh, um, and and it didn't make it. Sadly, but um, so the the image of the of the bird, even as a metaphor, um, is for me right now particularly strong. Wow! Okay. I um, I've I've seen a lot of I guess I've seen a lot of that, but I I don't know how to take care of animals very well, so I kind of let I kind of let nature take its course. And I let, and I just hope that everything turns out okay. Well, that's that's all you can do. Um, Sid, is there anything uh, you've got going on in your area, uh, Evanston? That's that's outside of Chicago, is that right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in our area, but am I able to plug things of my own? Well, I, sure, absolutely. Okay. Well, if. Um, I don't know if you or any of your listeners saw or heard this, but I actually appeared on America's Got Talent this past week, Minneapolis auditions. I was on 
NBC for like 30 seconds. Wow, no, I uh, uh, will admit to not watching that show, but that's but congratulations, that's cool. Were you doing poetry? Uh, no, I was throat singing. Oh wow! And I did do some poetry, but um, I didn't make it past the auditions. But I knew, I, I kind of knew I wouldn't. <laughs> that it doesn't matter. I mean, you you got a little bit of exposure, and just you know, so many people don't even bother to try. You know. Um, and a lot of dreams get uh, well deferred. If I can, uh, if I can <laughs> quote uh, uh, Lorraine Hansberry uh, from from her uh, story, Absolutely. you know, because because people don't just don't bother to to pursue it at all. So the the fact that you even tried is is extraordinary. Yeah, it's it's just friends of mine from around the country last year saw a throat singer on, and they said, well, you know, if he can do it, you can do it. And uh, so I said, okay. And I tried, and then I received the email, and uh, I didn't believe it till I got the ticket. And um, and uh, they were – actually, the two English judges didn't get it, but uh, Howie Mandel got me right away. So that was the plus side. That's cool. I, there's a request in the chat room. Can you do a quick uh, throat singing demo? Yeah, uh, let me go outside to do it um, because I'm inside a cafe here. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to. I've done it before in the cafe, and it's uh, it like I don't want to draw any more I, attention away from them. I understand. Okay. Um, how about if I do um, to whoever requested that? I know I don't. The person who requested it um, is it hot in your area? Uh, Richard Lynch in the chat room. Uh, is it hot in your area? I'm looking for you to type an answer to that question, so that way Sid here can know the answer to it. He's he may have died. He's not responding. I'm not sure. Uh, why? Why? Okay. Well, if it's hot, I'd like to give him a nice, cool song. It's a Christmas song. Uh, we'll throat sing it for you. Uh, Silent night. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, brown young virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and How's that, Richard? Uh, Richard didn't exactly um, answer the question. Uh, he said, "I am hot in my area." So okay. interpret that uh, interpret that as you will. That was that was great. Um, uh, uh, it, it's sort of like Tom Waits suddenly came on the show. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Um, it's. Um, it's one of my most popular requests around Christmas time. 
uh, ironically enough, I do Hanukkah songs too, but, um, you know, uh, anyway. Well, call, call um, back in a, in a, with a name like Sid Yiddish, I should hope you do Hanukkah songs. Um, and I, I, you should call back in December, uh, and, and certainly before then, but uh, you can do a Hanukkah song as we get closer to that holiday. Um, I will. Sid, thank you so much for calling in and, uh, and, and sharing all that with us, and hope to hear from you again. Thanks a lot, Rick, for having me. No problem. Take it easy. That you was uh, Sid Yiddish uh, from uh, Evanston, Illinois, outside the Chicago area. I was just in the Chicago airport last weekend flying home from Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, where I was at a, a retreat there. And uh, I've never actually spent time in Chicago, um, out, but I've been to the airport um, uh, dozens of times uh, flying through to go other places. Um, I have been, however, to Jimmy John's um, in the Chicago area on the way uh, to and from the Chicago area, which is an awesome sandwich shop that we don't have here in Southern California. So uh, uh, solidarity, people who eat those sandwiches, solidarity. All right, it's uh, just past the halfway mark of the show, so I promised a spoken word track. This is a new piece that I uh, put together. Um, I'm working on a spoken word an uh, album called Rick Lupert Live and Dead, or I might change the name of the album, but uh, this is a piece I recorded earlier this week, or last week actually, uh, a rough draft really, but uh, here you go. fishing that day on the Erie Canal, don't let the fish drop off the chain hanging from your bicycle on the way home. The image of the live fish breathing on the sidewalk somewhere in the middle of town will haunt you for years. Don't even fish. Just go to the canal and wish them well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. below zero, 
It is okay to not deliver the newspapers. Throw them away. No one needs the news under those conditions anyway. my new spoken word track, Postcard to Myself. I should have mentioned uh, for the sake of context that that uh, was inspired by the website thewildernessdowntown.com, which is an interactive film. You enter the uh, street address where you grew up, up, and it uh, dynamically generates this film of uh, this web video of, of a person running through the streets uh, running through the streets of your old neighborhood. Um, it's really cool. And about uh, two-thirds of the way through, the whole thing stops, and it says, write a postcard to yourself at that time period. So that that poem was written uh, basically as a postcard to myself in uh, 1979. So there you go. That's a spoken word track from me from a forthcoming spoken word CD that I hope to have out sometime in the next 25 years. Um, if you have a spoken word track that you would like to submit for uh, playing at this spot in the show at the half hour mark, uh, please email it to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. Again, I'm looking for something that, that's different from what you would do just calling in to read in the show. Uh, um, I wouldn't say just record yourself reading a poem. Put something together. You know what I mean? Because uh, anyone – you can call in and just read a poem, and anyone is more than welcome to it. But there's uh, something a little different about a spoken word track, and that's that's what I'm looking for. So, uh, so send me an email with that MP3, and we'll get it on the air next time around. All right, we're going to get to the rest of our callers. Now, again, the number if you'd like to call in and participate in the show is area code 646-716-7362, or you can Skype in or any of those other technologically uh, advanced ways. Um, Hello, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, This is Road Poet, yeah? Hey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Harpersville, New York. Harpersville, New York. And um, should I call you Road Poet or? Uh... Well, you, it's J. Barrett Wolf. J. is an initial. Oh, hi. 
Okay, Pretty yeah. Much everyone calls me Barrett. Yes, I was I was in one of your Yom HaShoah sets of poems. Cool. And, well, uh, uh, welcome to this I, show. Thank you. I I finally got the message at a time when it was appropriate to actually catch up with you, as opposed to reading my email an hour and a half or two hours later. Yes, well, that's uh, I, I do tend to send the the promos to the show out. Uh, Within the fifteen minutes to kind of catch everyone who who is not busy, I, I figure people aren't really gonna like make a point of stopping everything they're doing to to plan their day around this show. But if you happen to be doing nothing, you know, or at the computer and you get the email that the show's going on in fifteen minutes, then then that seems to be the the right way to promote this particular thing. But I'm glad you made it. So do you, you have something to read for us? Oh yeah, of course I do. Um, it's called the pen. It is an homage to Pablo Neruda. Reading Girl, Lithe and Tawny, I want to bury my finest pen out back in the yard among tufts of jimson weed between fence and pachysandra. Maybe it will take root, this best of all possible writing implements, and become a small blue flower streaked with crimson the subtle blush of yearning. Maybe it will spring forth, stony and hard as cedar, staunch grandfather of Roman columns, into a towering canopy written overhead. This pen might become the pale parasitic mushroom, living, learning to live upon the dying, weaving itself of earth and fallen leaves, taking in all things, borrowing back a solitary contrast against the green-brown forest floor. Then again, it might simply remain a pen, swallowed up in earthly communion as time swallows the memory of a poem or a lover. Very nice. Uh, J. Barrett Wolf Road poet. I Thank couldn't you. decide. I couldn't decide which name to call you, so I went with all of them. Um, uh, yeah, very cool. It, it it might just remain a pen. I wanted to I wanted to to play with the concept, but not leave any piece of the options out. <laughs> it's it's really, um, it's it's very diplomatic of you in a way. <laughs> Um, I have a cool piece of news, which is that a publisher has actually taken my manuscript and my books will start being out in the world on Tuesday. Congratulations. Thank What's you, the name sir. of your book? The name of the book is Stark Raving Calm. Also, also diplomatic. <laughs> kind of the whole spec. It's something for everyone. You know, <laughs> it's hard to be mad at that. It's uh, it's cool. Uh, great, and it, uh, and it's it uh, I assume available online, and it, and will it will show up in bookstores and things like that. Um, probably, I'm not sure about the bookstores part. Probably will because it is with a publisher. Although I don't know how how exactly that part of the process works. It will right. be available on my website, which oddly enough is jbarrettwolf.com. So, makes sense. You you've thought of everything. Um. Well, well, Jay Barrett Wolf, um, thanks a lot for calling in. Um, I really appreciate it, and I hope you, I hope you have the chance to call in again. Great, I look forward to it. Thank you very much for the opportunity. My pleasure. 
that was Jay Barrett Wolf calling from Harpersville, New York. Going to move a little bit quicker because I've got a bunch of people on on the air and just uh, just uh, 13, 14 minutes left in the show, and I want to try to get to everyone. So um, uh, our next caller is from the 614 area code. Hi. Hey, how you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Good, good. Is this Rick? This is Rick. Hey, Rick. Great. It's finally good to meet you. Uh, man, I've been getting your emails and everything and uh, reading your stuff for probably two to three years, and this is my first time actually getting on, so I'm pretty excited. Cool. What's What's your name? My name is Vincent. Vincent. And where are you calling from? I'm, coming, I'm calling from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. Cool. Yep. Um, well, do you have a poem for us? I sure do. And uh pull it up here. So the name of the poem is actually called Women in Wine. I like it already. <laughs> I thought you would. All right. I'll go ahead with it and uh, tell me what you think. All right. Title poem again is Women in Wine, and it says, What is it so special, so revealing about time, that it makes most women seem just like fine wine, aged to perfection, better with, with each ear, only they cannot see it, though it's so crystal clear. Their beauty's much deeper than what's on the skin, a radiance, an energy released from within. Legs smooth and sexy, it appears to the eye. Are your legs that good-looking, or do pantyhose lie? The way that they walk, <laughs> the swing and their sway, makeup blended just right like a good Chardonnay. Legs still great at 50 in a nice St. John suit, $25 hose and some black Prada boots. Nails and toes manicured, hairstyled to the teeth. You're a tall glass of Chianti from 1953 with just the right fragrance on the cork of your neck. You're an exquisite bottle putting young girls in check. At one score, you were cute. At two score, you're divine, pouring out much more beauty with each passage of time. You're a message in a bottle waiting to be uncorked, a choice dinner to be eaten with a knife and a fork. So don't let time fool you as it tugs on your flesh, but know just like wine, you're becoming your best. Well, if I had an applause sound effect, I would I, I would play that right now. Um, uh, Vincent, thank you so much for for sharing that, uh, covering some of my favorite topics. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, do, you, do you have something quick you can plug? A website or anything? Uh, uh, yeah, um, it's, uh, in, uh, it's the name of the book is called "Do Pantyhose Lie," and uh, you can uh, right www.dopantyhoselie.com. I've heard that that title before. Is that something that did you submit that for the free for all or something? I submitted it for the free for all. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. Cool. Well, people missed out their chance to get it for free. Now they have to go buy it. Yeah, exactly. So you can get it on Amazon or uh, Barnes and Nobles. Uh, it's available as well. Um, so uh, there's also a couple of uh, if you click on free pantyhose, there's a couple of uh, there's three or four pieces on there uh, that you can uh, check out for free. So. I really appreciate the opportunity. No problem, Vincent. Thanks for calling in and definitely call in again. Will do. I definitely will. Okay. That was uh, Vincent calling from Columbus, Ohio, moving along to a caller from the 626 area code. Hi. Hey. Rick, it's Joey Alkis. Hey, Joey. How you doing? Good, man. I, I want to thank you for your, all your support over the years at DJ Monkey. It's been great. 
Um, I have a no really problem. quick one. Great, let's hear it. It's called Yom Kippur of all things. I know it's not the time for it, but it's, I think, good for anything, and it's very short. Okay. It goes, our mortal coil is but a snake oil, gone as quickly as the promise of the first kiss. Ownership of self lives in one's fear and not in one's E equals MC square. So release your spirit with enthusiasm into this peculiar thing existence, forever mindful of being only one in the foot thunder of this great dance. Thank you, Rick. Joey, thank you. And I want to say thank you also for sending in that uh, spoken word track that you sent in uh, that we played last month on the show. Why in the hell did Tom Waits steal my 15-year-old Buick, Buick last week? Last week. Uh, that, was, uh, that was very cool. And it's another great example of what I'm looking for for the spoken word track um, portion of this show. And anyone can tune into it by, by listening to last month's uh, show um, and if they want to hear more from you or DJ Monkey, your your spoken word outfit, uh, where can they go? Yeah, DJ Monkey, as it sounds, Monkey spelled the way it is. DJ Monkey at uh, DJ Monkey dot TK. Dot TK. I mean, it's a cool. www, but still. of course. Cool. Well, thanks for calling in and uh, thanks, Rick, for all your stuff, man. And uh, politically and in so many ways, um, there's a lot that I appreciate in what you're doing and in more areas than just the poetry area also in in, in the areas of our our our, um, I don't know how to put this uh, not just religion because I'm not a religious person but just in the areas of support for Jewish ideology and history simple as that Uh, well you know it's um, it's part of my identity and I think that you know it's so I it's it's something of interest to me and so sometimes I, I focus on that a little bit because um, it's just part of who I am. So so there you go. Well, thanks for calling that out as well, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Rick. Bye-bye now. Bye. That was uh, Joey Alcus calling uh, from Southern California, Pasadena area, I think. Uh, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, front guy of DJ Monkey. Um, check him out on the web, and uh, thanks for calling in. All right, uh, moving along. going to try to get everyone in as possible. Um, I, I'm not sure who I'm talking to because I just see a series of ones, so it could be a – a block number, or you've Skyped in. Who am I talking to? Vachine. Anyone on? Oh, hey, Vachine. How are you? Good. You? I'm doing good, thanks. All right. I have uh, something that comes out of my PTSD chapter. Cool. Let's hear it. Be right back for the veterans who still suffer. I couldn't write this poem until whiskey left and I removed the pistol from my mouth until I became us. The storm of our war stories threatened life at the eye wall. We refuged as strangers in the typhoon's center. We can, I can't, be calmed us over open water. Death became overrated, in fact did not exist We were not born, but have always been alive. When our bodies wear out, our essence shall return to earth. We do not fear dying. That we frightfully seek to protect ourselves a mere consequence of an animal manifestation. No angst either over loss of love objects. We will never abandon them will always be a breeze in their mind wind. Visit them each yard site in the candle's flicker 
and their Sabbath table stories of our stunts. Tread gently on our blue-green planet. It's us upon whom you are walking. Very nice, Vachin. I uh, uh, dug that piece. Um, I'm I'm afraid of dying. I should point out. <laughs> uh, but and I also want to mention um, under under a pseudonym that you go by sometimes, Roland Vassen. If people look up on YouTube, there's a very cool video which I just watched a few days ago of you performing at the Rap Saloon, a spoken word with uh, with guitar that you also accompany yourself with. And it was it was just I really enjoyed watching that and encourage people oh. to go check it out. Uh, Roland Vassen, a Rap Saloon. You can check it out on YouTube. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. My, my pleasure. Actually, Roland is the patron of the Poetry Superhighway contest. Vachina is the poet. But thank you. I'd, well, I'd I'd like to take them both to lunch sometime. <laughs> okay, Rick. Take care. Take it easy. That was uh, Vachin calling from here in Southern California. Uh, so little time left, but I'm going to try to squeeze in a caller from the 212 area code. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi, Rick. This is Phyllis Klein. I'm calling in for my husband again. Oh, hi, Phyllis. Yeah. Hi. I'm, I actually was out late, and I know you don't have much time, so I'm going to read something short. Uh, I was going to tune in earlier, and I just got home, so I'm doing this really quickly. Okay. Uh, this is from um, Alternatives to Silence, uh, Selected Poems by my husband, Ivan Klein. It's on his website, which is on your website. Yes. And the name of the poem is Poem to David. And David is my son. I have three children. So this is the poem. Okay? Do it. Okay. Frankly puzzled, I sit beneath the hell of the two-headed Christian world, examining in minute detail the vast white wall of eternity in front of my eyes, and make a mental note to tell my son one day never to let the word Jew darken the light. Well, there's been a theme to the last uh, part of the show uh, of sorts. Um, Phyllis, thank you for calling in. Someday your husband's going to be brave enough to call in and read it. I'm going to definitely have him do the next <laughs> one. <laughs> thank you, and I've appreciated all the. I caught the last couple of poems, which I thought were great too. So I appreciate this, and I appreciate what they all said about you and what you're doing too. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for calling in again. Thank you. Have a good right, night. Uh, you too. That was Phyllis, uh, undoubtedly calling from uh, New York uh, City, uh, which I could tell by the area code. But if there was no area code, you could you could hear the New York City in her voice as well. Um, uh, I hello. Who's who's the next caller on the air here? Rick. This is Michael in Birmingham. Michael, you got something that's like twenty seconds you could do for us really quickly. Well, it happens to be a Clara U four lines. Like Chanel, Chantress, Stevie Nicks, perfumed in a lyric resisting fixed. Instead, fast, ingenious, in tool, a blonde pen drive rules. Enjoyed the show, caught the second half. I liked your video, uh, I mean, your audio presentation, and um, talk to you hopefully next month. Sounds good. Mike, Michael, thanks for helping us uh, close out the show. That was Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. And thankfully, he had a quick one, which means I was able to get every single person on the air. Thank you. Woo! I have to uh, – I really have to get a, an applause or crowd cheering effect so I don't have to handle that myself. Um, well, in the last 30 seconds here, I want to thank everyone for calling in. We had people from all over the country calling in. 
um, so thank you so much. Uh, p- before uh, you hear us on the air again, you will um, get word of the start of the July Poetry Contest. Um, I hope you all participate in it. If you want to be a sponsor, I'd love for you to to uh, check that out. Click on Sponsor the 2011 Contest from the main Poetry Superhighway webpage. And, um, and uh, our next show will be July 24th, which will be a conversation with the contest judges. Everyone, thanks so much for calling in uh, PoetrySuperHighway.com. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.